Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, <laughs> While we found it funny as a dark comedy, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be. <laughs> Let's talk about that. We're, we're reviewing Windfall, which is a thriller? Dark comedy? We aren't exactly sure the genre. People they are call calling it, it thriller. drama on, on Netflix. I saw a thriller on several different places. Anyway, weird kind of low-budget film uh, with Jason Segel, Jesse Plemons, and Lily Collins on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's only got four characters and one set piece, basically. It it's is, been a very, it is a single, very cheap movie. Yeah, it's a single location. You you asked where it was. It's in Ojai. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know if, I mean, the movie doesn't I mean, it, tell yeah, you where it is, but the actual house is in Ojai. Um, yeah, it had to be really low budget. I imagine 90% of the budget is the... <laughs> the cast right right like uh, that three of the four cast there's literally four people in this movie and oh by the way you learn none of their names it's a weird movie uh not to say it's bad it's weird yeah i was gonna say like it, it, it even like the opening credits like make it sound like an old movie like so I, I, I briefly saw a review. I don't usually like to look up online reviews. I don't want them to influence me. Sure, sure, sure. But I just saw something that said it's a Hitchcockian thriller. And it kind of is. It kind of has a Hitchcock feel in a, yeah, in a few yeah. ways. Sure. But the trailers, again, hashtag never trailers, completely screwed this movie because they built it as a comedy. They took the two funniest lines from the movie and put them in the trailer. And so I think we both had this expectation of dark comedy, and it was a dark comedy to us, even when there was a, well, a, a scene that we thought was funny, and maybe we're just sadists, because well, it yeah. probably isn't funny. <laughs> but I mean, we had, true. We anticipated it being a dark comedy, so it's not totally our fault. Uh, but essentially, I think, up until very close to the end, we thought it was a dark comedy, and then it's like, no, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It it was supposed. I guess it was supposed to be a lot more tense. It than doesn't. We... It doesn't help that it's Jason Segel sure. who plays a pretty dramatic character. He's never that funny. He's a little sarcastic at times, and then Jesse Plemons tries to be funny. So it's almost like they took a comedic actor and made him serious, and they had a somewhat more dramatic actor and had him be kind of comedic. And all the trailers pointed to a comedy. And it's not. I, I literally don't understand why the trailer makers do this so often, where they just try to pitch the movie as a completely different movie. I, I legitimately think they don't watch it, or they don't understand it, or... I, I, I think they, like, run through the movie really quick and think, what are the best things? Like, and they don't take any consideration to, okay, we have to explain to people what the movie is, we just have to get the best stuff in there. So it had a couple of funny lines. 
The movie is very slow. Yes. Very slow. So there's not... You can't really grab the action because that'll spoil it. I'm glad they didn't do that, at least. But, like, there's not a lot to grab from it. So they were like, oh, we'll grab these two funny lines that kind of help. Because the, the, the comedy of those lines also helps exactly explain what the movie is. Right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse Plemons says, I'm helping you rob me, which yeah. <laughs> it is a big part of the movie. Um, and then he says something about, like, uh, I forget what the other line was that they used in the trailer. But the point is they summarized the movie. The problem is they had a comedic tone, and the movie outside of that doesn't have a comedic tone, really. Yeah. So it's still weird for me because it still felt like a dark comedy for a good chunk of it. It just for had two such thirds a... of the movie. Yeah, we we definitely thought it was like the ending was just so like Pretty like the dark. tone of the ending was it was, was too dark to was be a dark comedy different from the rest of the movie. And yeah, I I thought about. Uh, we've accused movies before of having problems with tone and not sticking to a tone. I don't... They never tried to be a comedy, in my opinion. They had a couple of funny bits. I don't know that I fault the tone of this movie. It's just... It got real dark real fast. At the end. See, now I'm thinking back on the movie, though, and there's, like, parts that are just, like... Those bits There's a lot are of depressing for... bits. That too, but you you that goes hand in hand with dark comedy. Is you get depressing bits and and funny stuff, usually making fun of the depressing bits. Whereas I guess in this one, the depressing bits were just depressing. But I don't know. There's just random things where like he trying he's trying to tie them up and he can't, and he just gets frustrated and he stops. And it's like that's obviously supposed to be kind of a funny joke. And there's tons of small things like that. Most of Jesse Plemons' lines are just like, he thinks this situation is insane, and he's basically making jokes about it, so it's like, it really does come off as a dark comedy. Yeah, it just... Yeah, I don't know. It is weird. I, I think you need to go into it just being aware that it's not, though. Mm. Uh, because the end is jarring. Yeah. The ending is dark and not comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we won't say anything more than that. Um... Uh, yeah, it's a weird, uh, you know, kind of indie movie, really low budget. You know, there's four characters, one location. That's literally it. Um, it's slow. I still think it's fine. I think you have to be weird to like this movie, probably. But, you know, we are. So, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say that it's streamable for weird people. Yeah, this is like in the same genre as, like, I think when we reviewed Paddleton, where I think yes. we both enjoyed Paddleton. Yes. Paddleton is exactly the same genre. But I not know the same that genre, I can't the same group it of most of my friends. Right. You you got to be a little weird to like this. You got to probably be pretty into film to like this, I think, because it's very slow for a 90 minute movie. Well, you, but... you, you literally, like, I think an hour into the movie, you're like, oh, yeah, it just got good. And I'm like, okay. And we had, like, 30 minutes left. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll say it's streamable for a certain group of people. And yeah. I don't know, I can't tell you exactly if you're going to like it or not. I, I guess try it. It's only 90 minutes, but it does feel long. And then while we're not necessarily classifying it as a dark comedy 
I do think if you enjoy dark comedies, you are into the weirder movies. If you're movies. a sadist, you'll laugh at the first two thirds of it. I guess. <laughs> well, it's like if, if you're into dark comedies, you're usually into these weird movies and weird situations that it's kind of making fun of. So I think that helps. So if you're into dark comedies, I think you will enjoy it. You could but, look at this as the darkest of dark comedies, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure. But yeah, yeah. it's good. Uh, I, it's because it's also just three characters. It's really like they have to carry the movie on their backs, and I think they do a good job. I like. I really I, liked uh, Plemons. And, and I, I liked Plemons' delivery of his character the best. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Siegel was what you would expect a very incompetent kidnapper essentially mm -hmm. I just you know I was always expecting more comedy out of him I guess um, Lily Collins was very good I don't really remember her from anything I'm not super yeah, familiar with I, her but her role was I... much more dramatic and, and just you know she didn't really have any comedy she she was fine. She was good in that. It just was a little weird that each of the characters were not exactly what you would expect from the actors. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe not the case for Lily Collins. Again, I'm not familiar, but yeah, they all did good. They were all they're all good actors. Um, I guess it helps that like I think it, in in the case of the characters, Lily Collins's character is probably the most normal person in the situation. Like Jason Siegel's kind of like the bumbling robber. The uh, Plemons is playing this very rich, like tech billionaire guy, so he's supposed to be more eccentric. So I guess that's why she she doesn't get to be too comedic. She has to be kind of like the normal anchor of the person, kind of just going through it, I guess. But then again, she also is so nonchalant about this whole situation, which again makes it funny. The fact that everyone is like so nonchalant about being basically held hostage is is what's hilarious about the movie and there's another line at one point that jesse plemons is like why are we considering this guy a threat <laughs> like he's not he i don't want to spoil anything but he does very little to threaten them in any way yeah i i, I was amazed he didn't just punch him and run at some point like <laughs> I don't know. It, it was good, though. I, I will also say streamable. Uh, but yeah, if you're into like Paddleton, things like I think we've mentioned, like World's Greatest Dads, movie, weird movies. If you if you like weird movies, you'll like this movie. If you don't like weird movies, then just avoid this because it's just going to be slow and you're probably not going to find anything humorous. And it's going to be too, and the end's too dark. just going to be. Yeah, too dark. Yeah. All right, um, shall we play the old Rotten Tomatoes game, Jimmy? Oh my god, this one's going to be hard, because I'm assuming, because it's weird, it must not be doing well. Uh, right. Okay. Take a guess. Critics, critics, there are 68 reviews on Critics. Six, wait, I forget. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, it's, it's out of 100, right? It's 62. Okay. Audience uh, has 250 plus. Audience, uh, most people don't understand weird dark shows and movies, so like 43. Oh my god, he did it again. 60% critics, 40% audience. <laughs> oh my god, yeah! <laughs> I'm getting better at this game. You're good at movies, I think, is what we've established. You underrated the good movies. Yeah, I mean, shows. 
I guess because in my brain I still give it like an actual rating instead of the math for Rotten Tomatoes is percentage of good ratings, which is right. I, I gotta adjust a little for weird. that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that makes sense to me though, because regular people who happen to watch it, because I feel like there's people who will just turn on and be like, "Oh, Jason Siegel," or or especially or... The, with the trailers, man, they just yeah. I mean, trailer... I guess. The trailer is going to do its job in getting people to watch it. The problem is it's going to piss a lot of people off because it's not what they set up in the trailer. You know what it reminds me of? Um, do you remember that crappy movie with the shrinking people? Oh. Uh, downsizing? Don't that, mention that, that movie. That's well, the that, worst that, movie of all time. But that trailer that is was like... my worst movie of all time. The most manipulative Period. trailer. Like, it, oh, it literally... They took, like, the four funniest lines and made it a comedy. Yeah. It makes the movie look like it's going to be an amazing movie. And then it, it is just not. <laughs> that is a horrible, horrible movie. Never watch that. Much rather you watch Windfall than Downsizing. Yeah, but yeah, it's acceptable. I'm sorry, Ugh, not acceptable. So it's expected that w after watching that trailer, people will watch this movie expecting some sort of very comedic Jason Segel-led thing, and it's not going to be living up to expectations. Yeah, I really expected a bunch of turns at the end for it to go down this comedic path, but it just gets darker and darker and darker, and <laughs> you need to be prepared for that. Like, mm -hmm. it. I don't know. I think that's why a lot of people don't like it. 40% is people expected a comedy and it got real dark real fast at the end. I agree. But again, like we said, that's the that means 40% of people liked it, which are the weird people. 40% right? of the population is weird. Good for us, guys. So if you're in that group, you will enjoy it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, so let's go to uh, other random crap we're watching. Okay. Uh, basically, since we started this segment, I keep talking about Severance, because that's basically what I'm watching every week. And it just finished. And season First one season. ended with, like, this bunch of cliffhanger stuff, but it's just, it's so season intense. Season two is confirmed. For sure, yes. But it, it's so good. Uh, all of season one is out now. Uh, just go binge it if you haven't watched it. Apple TV Plus. We've long recommended. Well worth the $5. Yeah, Apple TV. I mean, especially still... if you just wanted to have it for a month and go binge Severance and Ted Lasso, very different but very good as well. And I don't know, they've got a bunch of stuff. Just Mythic keep it. Just keep morning shows. Just like, keep an Apple TV Apple subscription. TV's, it's worth five bucks. Apple TV is a hundred percent going for quality over quantity. So far, pretty much everything I've watched on Apple TV has been good, and Severance is up there. Just going back to some things we've reviewed and talked about. I never went back to. Oh, God, I don't even remember the name of the show. The Psychologist show with Will Ferrell and Paul uh, Rudd. The Shrink Next Door. Yeah, I never I never went back and finished that. I think I watched like three or four episodes. and That one's okay. That's one of the ones where I think it has a little bit of a tone issue because the general like real-life story is kind of nefarious. Kind of like this movie. It's it's too dark, but they make it a comedy, and yeah. Well, because like the real-life story of Shrink Next Door is that this guy's... Shrink kind of manipulated him and then started living in his or house and making millions him live in the of guest dollars, house seemingly. And, like, and yeah. yeah, but because they cast it with Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, it's too whimsical. Like people that we know as comedians, Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, and Jason Segel, you can't put in a serious movie. I'm sorry, you well, just yeah, it's can't. also like Catherine Hahn and stuff. It's like, it's like they purposefully just made it all comedians to play something that's supposed to be a lot more dark, I guess, but they don't play it as dark. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. It was weird. Anyway, it was okay, but it was weird. 
that's the only thing on Apple TV that I would say, eh, but the rest of Apple TV is very solid. Yeah, Mythic Quest, Good Lasso, Severance, good stuff. Not that this is sponsored by Apple TV. Oh, Plus, you know, oh, we didn't talk about someday. this. Apple TV has, uh, is the first streaming service that's won an Oscar for Best Film uh, for oh, Coda. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Netflix has been trying like... for years, <laughs> have not been successful. They and got Apple just came out of the gate uh, here. Didn't they get animated? No. What was animated? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But they've been trying for Best Picture forever. Yeah. And they have not gotten it. And well, Apple, Apple Netflix does know how to produce quality, honestly. But anyway, not a review of the services. What else are we watching? You said that Halo is actually doing oh, okay, right? Yes. So I've. I don't like the direction of Moon Knight. That's kind of pissed me off as a Moon Knight fan. They're not doing enough of what I like of Moon Knight. Mm. I think it's gotten really weird. I don't think they have him be violent enough. They're not utilizing Mark Spector. They're not utilizing, well, what's supposed to be Stephen Grant, which is essentially Bruce Wayne, but I don't know if they'll have another personality that's that type. I don't know. Um, I don't like Moon Knight. I'll keep watching it, but I'm a Moon Knight fan. I think a lot of people are going to start to drop off because it's just know. gotten I, weird. I feel like, from what I've seen online, people have been enjoying it, but I think that's because they don't have the baggage of being Moon Knight fans, right? Like, like they don't know what to expect, so... Uh, I think it's they're... weird regardless, but whatever. Um, but yeah, Halo's picked up really well, and the B-plot still sucks. It's still this little girl from Magical storyline that keeps dragging on but the rest of it is really good have you only watched the first episode yeah i still gotta go watch it because two and three are out now right yeah third yeah. episode's out as of as of I'll when this podcast will launch um i think paramount plus is five dollars as well a month i'll keep it um yellowstone which is not technically an original i don't think i think it's become one but uh, I watched a bit of that a while back. It's on like its third season or something. That's a very highly rated show uh, that's on there now. I'm curious about the new um, Star Trek. Uh, yeah, because keep, it's, they keep doing new Star Treks. Like, well, it's like it, a third it's, Star Trek series, right? It's back to Chris Pike, but it's it, it's in the same universe as Discovery. Okay. But it's just dealing with uh, Pike. Wait, so is the Discovery universe the same as the movie timeline, or no? Uh, no. Okay. No, because it's a... Well, it's an older Pike. I guess it could be, but Pike I don't leads think into so. the first movie, but I don't know if it's a separate cinematic universe is, is being separated. I don't know. Because I know the Star Wars Trek movies were derided by, by Star Trek fans for being a little too action-heavy and not Star Trek-y. So I wonder if they, they moved away from those. No idea. But anyway, I think Paramount Plus is worth it for Halo and exploring some other things. Um, but yeah, Halo's gotten real good. Uh, and then the other show I'm watching is Minx on HBO Max, which has just been fun. Yeah. yeah. Jake Johnson's good. Uh, the lead... they, don't, they don't take themselves too seriously or anything with like feminism. And, and I was worried that it would be another show that's actually dramatic that has this comedic character in it and no, it's it's primarily a comedy. Like they they okay. do touch on like feminist issues and stuff, but it's like it also shows how like the the main female character who is a feminist can still fall into the same traps of like being a kind of a leader and like uh, abusing uh, 
people below her and stuff like that. So they touch on stuff like that too. But okay. uh, it, it's been good. It, it's been it's been pretty fun. Okay. All right. I think that's all I got. Yeah, that should do it. All right. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.